0: Hey, it's June 6th, 2016, and this is episode number 20. So grab your significant other and come on over and join us in The Cube. Hey guys, welcome to the queue—a show that's 95% Disney parks and 5% smoking hot dates. That's right. Thanks for joining us. I'm your host, Ryan Monette. This week in The queue, we take a look back at This Week in Disney History, followed by what's new this week in the world of Disney and theme parks. We'll then hear from our pals over at Oh Yeah Disney on their top five favorite date spots at Walt Disney World, and then I'll ask you, the listener, to share your favorite date spots at the Disney parks, and then we'll round out the show with another wonderful pixie tip from our friend, the Pixie Traveler. So grab your significant other's hand, stare longingly into their eyes with Oogie. googly Googly eyes, because that's what you do when you're in the queue. This week in Disney history. This week in 1934, Donald Duck makes his very first film appearance in The Wise Little Hen, a silly symphony short by Walt Disney. This week in 1950, the Submarine Voyage attraction inspired by the 1954 Disney film 20,000 Leagues Under the Sea opens in Disneyland's updated Tomorrowland. This week in 1975, Walt Disney World's version of Mission to Mars, developed with NASA, debuts in Tomorrowland at the Magic Kingdom. This week in 1977, Walt Disney World's version of the Main Street Electrical Parade debuts. This week in 1998... Disney's 36th animated feature film, Mulan, premieres at the Hollywood Bowl in California. This week in 2005, the Sherman Brothers are inducted into the Songwriters Hall of Fame. The Sherman Brothers are some of my favorite musicians of all time. They've written the music that has defined many of our childhood memories. The music from Mary Poppins, The Jungle Book, the music from The Carousel of Progress, and It's a Small World. The Sherman Brothers are the magical duo that has made that music a lasting memory in my life and I'm sure in yours. This week in 2007, Disneyland's newest attraction, Finding Nemo: Submarine Voyage, based on the Disney Pixar animated feature film, opens to the general public. And this week in 2010, World of Color officially debuts at Disney California Adventure. And that's a look back at this week in Disney history. What's new, Mickey Mouse? Oh, oh, oh. What's new, Mickey Mouse? Oh, All right, taking a look at what's new this week, starting off with Disney Springs. The new Disney Springs bus loop is now officially open for Disney Resort guests. With this, Disney motor coaches now have their very own dedicated bus lanes, giving them more efficient access to the property. There are 18 load zones, a picture-perfect drop-off location, and they are centrally located with access to Town Center. The former Marketplace bus loop will support other transportation needs, including vehicles coming from nearby Good Neighbor Hotels, Hotel Plaza Boulevard, and Shades of Green. Next in the news, advanced dining reservations are coming soon to the Skipper Canteen Restaurant at the Magic Kingdom. The Adventureland restaurant, Skipper Canteen in Magic Kingdom, has, since opening, only offered either walk-ups or same-day reservations. But now, according to touringplans.com, the restaurant will, in the next couple of days, start offering advanced dining reservations, like most other restaurants at Walt Disney World. Reservations will be available on the My Disney Experience app and by calling 407-WDW-DINE, and reservations will be offered for both lunch and dinner. Next in the news, a new Disney Vacation Club members lounge has officially been opened at Epcot. The lounge is located in the upstairs location of the Imagination Pavilion that used to host Imageworks. Based off of the pictures that I've seen online, the view from the lounge is incredible. The cool new lounge is open for DVC members and their allowance of up to five guests. The lounge features changing areas, beverages, snacks, a DVC information station, and a Disney Infinity playing station. So... If any of you are DBC members, you've got a new lounge to hang out in. If the rest of you like myself are not DBC members, well, <clears throat> maybe you just have some friends that might be DBC members that can uh maybe get you on in there. <clears throat> Jordan John. <clears throat> but that, you know, Whatever your situation is. There you go. Next in the news maybe sad news for some of you. The Mexico Pavilion Margarita Stand recently served its last drink. That's right. Right outside the Mexico Pavilion in the World Showcase section of Epcot at Walt Disney World, a margarita stand has been doing steady business for years. The drink booth has been a popular place for guests to indulge in some frozen margaritas and tequila shots. Therefore, it came as a pretty big surprise when the La Cava del Tequila, which is the bar housed inside the Mexico Pavilion, suddenly announced on Twitter that the margarita stand would be coming to a close. There is no immediate reasoning as to why the margarita stand has closed, no word yet on what will replace the stand in that area. However, guests can still order similar drinks from inside the Mexico Pavilion. And lastly, in this week's news, Universal Orlando Resort introduces seasonal pricing. That's right, Universal Orlando has now joined Disney in charging its customers seasonal pricing. However, Universal Orlando's seasonal prices only affect one ticket option, the one-day gate ticket. This is now in effect at Universal Orlando, now that, of course, the park is in its busy season in the summer, the price hike total is a $14 difference for both adults' and kids' tickets. A one-day ticket currently costs $119 for adults and $114 for kids. The normal price, which was increased earlier this year, is $105 for adults and $100 for children. And the current one-day ticket price for a park-to-park pass at the front gate is now $169 for adults and $164 for kids. Normally, the cost is $155 for adults and $150 for kids. Spokesman Tom Schroeder was quoted in saying that the new system, quote, does not affect online, advanced purchase, or multi-day tickets. Those prices are unchanged and... With per day pricing as low as $48, continue to offer our best value. Many other industries, including our own, use seasonal pricing to help manage the guest experience. We're doing the same thing. Future pricing will appear on our website, and we encourage guests to watch the website for pricing news. And that's what's new in Disney and theme park news this week.
1: This is King Candy. And I'm telling you right now that the
0: queue is sweet. Why King Candy, thank you so much for gracing us with your presence here in the queue. It is such an honor to have you with us. (laughs) And of course, that was this week's listener voice impersonation from listener Scott Brinkley here in my hometown of Charlotte, North Carolina. Scott, what an incredible job. Hey, and don't forget you, the listener, to send in your listener voice impersonation. You can do that by emailing us a voice memo at theqcast at gmail.com, or you can call us and leave a message on the Q line, 209-Q-09. Hey, I want to hear from you. Give me your best listener voice impersonation and I'll play it right here on the queue. And there you go. That was this week's Listener Voice Impersonation. In this week's show, we have the privilege to hear from our friends Scott and Emily over at Oh Yeah Disney as they share with us their top five date spots at Walt Disney World. So without further ado, take it away, guys.
2: Hey guys, I'm Scott.
3: And I'm Emily.
2: And we are Oh Yeah Disney. So... Feels good to be back on the old queue. I know it's uh it's been a whopping like uh, three weeks, I think. So <laughs> nice to be back and hanging out with you guys. And uh, this week we're going to talk about our top five favorite date spots at Walt Disney World. Pretty exciting. Me and Emily uh, love to try to make at least one special like date night every trip we go down on. And um, I mean, Disney really, everything's like a special date spot, you know, like They they do such a good job at making these awesome, fun, unique experiences. Um, But we're just gonna talk about maybe five that we've done or at least want to do. Um, A lot of this we have experienced firsthand, so we thought we'd share some of it with you guys. So here we go. Emily, you wanna go first?
3: Yeah, so let's get started. So the first work I'm gonna talk about is a restaurant that we've, I think we've only been there one time, but it was definitely really special. We loved it, Mm -hmm. and it is the Yachtsman Steakhouse at the Yacht and Beach Club Resort. And it's an awesome restaurant, and it it's a steakhouse, so they have amazing steaks, fantastic food. And the restaurant itself, I would say, is a great date night spot because it's dark, there's candles it's on the really table, dark. it's romantic, <laughs> um, but the food is fantastic, so it's really great if it's a first time date, or if it's an anniversary, if you're wanting to impress someone special. Um, so it's just great, we had a great experience there, we loved it. And a plus for going there on a date night is if you want to kind of continue the date night, you don't want dinner just to stop and then it's over. You can walk around the resorts. You can walk around the water. It's a beautiful property. Also, last time we went there, we went and got dessert after at Beaches and Cream, which is a really cute, kind of like nostalgic soda shop that has fantastic ice cream. Also, now you can walk around to a new ice cream shop that just opened on the boardwalk. Which is actually connected to the property where the yachtsman is at. And it is called the Am- Ample Hill- Hills. Ample Hills. Is that yeah, Ample Hills. And it looks great. We haven't been there yet, but that looks super yummy too. So that it would looks be awesome. That would be a really cool option to get dessert after dinner as well. So I feel like you can't go wrong.
2: Yeah, I remember the last time we went there, um, we were actually, when we went, we were on the dining plan. So we had like gotten there early and we just spent like the first, 30 minutes or however long before mm-hmm. our reservation just like walking around yes, the water nice. checking out the resort um, and it's just it's beautiful over there so and
3: if you are on the dining plan like say you're on vacation and this is like your designated date night it takes two dining credits yeah. um, but you're gonna get an entree a dessert a drink so it's definitely worth it. And it's great because it's a nicer restaurant and they require you to dress up a little bit. So that's kind of a special time where you can feel not like sweaty and gross from the park. So you can like look nice. And I always like anytime Scott has to dress up because I love <laughs> to dress up. So that's extra fun.
2: If you're not on the dining plan, it is a little pricey. So just it's be, definitely, be ready for that. it
3: would be a, considered a special occasion dinner place yeah. if you're more on like kind of the average list of not wanting to spend too much. So you're going to spend a little bit more, but it's totally worth it. This is
2: where you take your girl when you really want to impress her, you know. Yes. You're dishing out the big bucks, and <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, you want things to go well. Take her, take her to the yachtsman, you know. Yes.
3: And side <laughs> note, the bread is so good. <laughs> the bread is so good. So yeah, that's an awesome first choice. That's our number one pick. Yeah,
2: and these are no particular order as far as ranking, but that's our yeah, that's our first. One on the list.
3: So do you want to talk about number two?
2: Number two. Number two, although these are in no particular order, number two say, is probably our favorite. It <coughs> we is had to pick totally
3: one. totally our favorite restaurant ever.
2: And that is the California Grill. So... We've done this so many times. We we actually just booked a reservation for our um, trip in November to the California Grill because we love it so much. We
3: can't not go there. Yeah. We always have to go there every trip.
2: So, this is really cool. For those of you who don't know where the California uh, Grill is, it's on top of the Contemporary Resort, so it's just outside the Magic Kingdom. And it's beautiful because you have this amazing view on the top of the Cal- on the uh, top of the Contemporary Resort. Um, we always try to go around sunset or so and it just looks amazing from up there and they have these awesome like uh, what do you call them like balconies. balcony yeah, areas two balconies. You mm-hmm. and you can see Actually, all over I would call it
3: like a rooftop deck yeah
2: yeah and you can see out over the magic kingdom over there and you can see out over the seven seas lagoon and it just looks incredible
3: on a so, side note, it's also beautiful at night as well. It is, Because at yeah. night, everything in Magic Kingdom is lit up. It's and true. even like the parking docks where the buses load are lit up on the roofs. And it's so beautiful.
2: So what's awesome about the California Grill is um, not just the view, but so when let's say you go to dinner and it's early and you want to go do something else, whatever, you go leave to go get uh, dessert somewhere else or even go into the park if you want. You can come back if you save your receipt. Um, from your dinner and show them on uh, the little area where you check in to your reservation and they'll actually let you go back up out onto the balcony to watch the fireworks when they start the Magic Kingdom. And this is an awesome view for the fireworks. They pipe in the music so it's It goes along. They even dim
3: the lights in the restaurant. So if you get a dining reservation during wishes or during um, just one of the seasonal fireworks shows going on at Magic Kingdom, then they will actually dim the lights in the restaurant, so you get the full experience. And I think it's a really, really special time.
2: That's that's what I was gonna say. You mentioned the special events. So we booked. We just booked this on our trip in November, and we booked it on a night where um, Mickey's Very Merry Christmas Party is going on. So it's like a night that we wouldn't have been able to go into the Magic Kingdom, but we're gonna have dinner up there and we're gonna be able to go out on the balcony and watch the awesome fireworks. What's the Hol- holiday, holiday wishes, wishes. holiday mm-hmm. wishes, which is probably my favorite fireworks show. Oh my gosh. It, it is so
3: good. And we, we did the exact <laughs> same experience in December with our whole family. We ate dinner there. We went around checking out resorts afterwards. We came back up to the roof for holiday wishes. We got a great spot and they piped the music in and holiday wishes is the, what's it called? Three, six, uh, three, six, five,
2: uh, uh, the 360 yeah. degree panoramic mm-hmm. fireworks. Yeah, yeah.
3: Yeah. And so that was even more incredible. So it's so fun. It's yeah. awesome
2: cause it's not just behind the castle. like it's like spread everywhere. out. like you everywhere. literally have amazing. to like
3: turn your head to see the full length of the
2: fireworks show. Yeah. so you can do, and you can also do that um, during ho- or hollow wishes. So during mm-hmm. Halloween time. Yeah. So if there's a special event going on like that and you're not gonna pay to go in the park, that's an awesome way to see the fireworks, yeah. so
3: also the food is fantastic. Oh, yeah. at this <laughs> restaurant. You didn't even mention that, but that's probably the biggest draw. The food is so good. They use locally sourced food. so it's, Um, more natural, more clean. They like get a lot of their ingredients from farms, and it's seasonal menus each season. It changes with fresh ingredients, Um, and it's great. The staff is great. The restaurant's beautiful, good atmosphere, so totally our favorite restaurant ever.
2: (laughs) So that can be like the unofficial number one on our list.
3: Yes, (laughs) definitely.
2: So you want to go with the next one?
3: Yeah, so the next one we're calling Date Night Around the World Showcase. (laughs) See what I did there? World Mm -hmm. Showcase. Um, And this is I guess it'd be pretty obvious that at Epcot, there's the World Showcase, so there is a ton of different countries represented if you've never been, and each country has a different showcase where it features food, and it has decor, culture, culture. Um, there's movies in some, there's attractions in others. And it's a really unique experience.
2: So Epcot, like, in itself could be a date Uh, night. Well, any of the parks in itself
3: would be a date night. But if you're literally, like, you have a certain amount of time and you're going with someone special and you want to have an actual activity so it doesn't feel like you're just wandering around the park waiting in lines at attractions then tell you, this girl or guy that you're going to take them around the world. <laughs> um, and what's really fun about this is you can kind of go to each country and you can get a little snack from um, one of their quick service locations, like a dessert or just an appetizer or a drink. But then also when we were doing a little bit more research about this date night idea, we forgot about something that we've actually never done but Scott knew about. I actually didn't know about it. And it is the Wine Walk Um, Mm -hmm. So if you guys know about it... um, If
2: you're really into your wine...
3: (laughs) Yes, which that's actually... This is a good thing to take advantage of because you get to try so many wines. Mm -hmm. So basically, let me tell you a little bit about what the Wine Walk is. So you can purchase a Wine Walk passport for $20, and that passport includes a Map of the World Showcase... A list of all the wines included, descriptions of the wines, and food pairing suggestions. So it's valid in the countries of Germany, Italy, and France, which are beautiful countries. That's some of the most popular, I think. Mm -hmm. Um, So you can get that, and you can take it to each location and just tell them that you're doing the wine walk, and they will verify your passport, and they will hand you the selection of wine. I think it's like six are included, so probably two in every country, I think which is like a really good value for like $20. Yeah, And that's kind of special because that's like an added activity. Um, Also, I know this is kind of obvious, but I'll include it anyway. If food and wine is going on, the food and wine festival or the flower and garden festival, um, those are both in like spring flower and garden just ended. And then food and wine is in the fall. That's like an awesome date night because you literally can just go country to country at each outdoor kitchen and get little bites little drinks it's really fun you can get a little passport you could look at topiaries or whatever's going on so that's fun too
2: awesome yeah, yeah, we need to do that wine walk one day. Although yeah, I we're think not like a good we're not the biggest wine fan. but I feel but... like
3: that would be a good opportunity for us to try wine. Yeah. So it's not like we're buying a bottle or buying a glass of something and yeah. then disliking it. Because so it's I only think like
2: a-, a little bit. I think what is it, like half a half a glass of wine. I think, yeah, I think it's gonna be, be pretty
3: small. Um, so I think that would actually be something good that we would try. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So that's number three. That's our third option. Third option. I want to talk about our fourth pick?
2: Number four. Let's see here. We're gonna go with. Oh yeah. That's the one. <laughs> so number four, uh, date night idea is... And this one like is especially prevalent now, I feel like, because of all the new stuff that's going on there that we haven't even been able to experience yet. But uh, this one would be date night at Disney Springs. So... Not only do you have, like, a million amazing restaurants now that you can try there. There's
3: so many food options, whether you want an advanced dining reservation at a nice restaurant or you just want to grab some really good quick service. Like, there's so many options there. Yeah,
2: we are so excited to try the new stuff. But um, we have tried a handful of them already. And so let's say you go on your date night at Disney Springs. You grab dinner at one of these places. Um, it's kind of like the whole, like, dinner in a movie, dinner in a show kind of I feel like this is a good
3: good option if you want to go on a more casual date. Like you're not trying to do a serious or like a crazy expensive date. There's so many options there. You can kind of do what works for you and it's more relaxed. You're walking around, you're feeling out what you want to do. But here are a couple of options that are like unique activities if you want to have a set plan. Yeah,
2: so I know one of these in particular I know that we're going to do on our next trip. We need to have dinner. And go on characters in flight. I was hoping
3: you'd say that. (laughs) I've been wanting to do this for so long, and we have literally tried to do it twice, I think. And it was too windy, and they weren't going up. Explain what characters in flight is for those who don't know.
2: The characters in flight, if you've ever been around Disney Springs and you see like the hot air balloon looking thing. It's basically just goes up in the air. I don't know how high it goes. Maybe like 100, 200 feet. I don't it know. goes something. high enough. <laughs> it's pretty high.
3: You're gonna get a fantastic view of this Disney Springs, and you could probably see into most of the parks.
2: Yes, so it's it's awesome. Um, we want to try. You don't go it. up there we privately or you. anything.
3: You go up in a big group. Yeah, and it's affordable. What is it like? 15 dollars. Something like that. Yeah, it's not something. it's not
2: that bad. I think so it's a fun experience. You know, so. if you're on your your dinner date and you want a nice little fun adventure activity to go on after characters in flight
3: yeah definitely
2: now if you've got a little more money to spend if
3: you have a lot more (laughs) money to spend
2: you can take your date on an amphicar ride so if you want to drop the big bucks
3: and you know this is unique because there's literally nothing else like this experience in the entire world yeah
2: so we've actually we have been on an amphicar ride and we had a lot of fun It it was really cool um, I we didn't have to pay for it. <laughs> yeah, thank you Disney
3: for paying for us to ride in the very expensive AmpaCars. cars. And basically, what they are, um, right next door to the Boathouse Restaurant, which is one of their new like premier restaurants. Um, There's like a little loading dock and there's these adorable little old-fashioned cars. They look like they're straight out of Greece. They're so freaking (laughs) cute. Well, they are made in
2: like the 50s, I think, or 50s, 60s. They're so cute. Basically,
3: um, they fit up to three and you ride with your little um, captain, I guess. And you start at the top of the hill and you're in a regular car and you drive into the water and it magically turns into a boat. (laughs) And you just drive around um, the water area and you literally just kind of circle getting a full view of Disney springs yeah and you don't get wet like you think you would but it's just beautiful it's really fun and it's a really unique experience and i think if you have the extra money to spend it's totally worth it i've never seen somebody say that they paid for it and it wasn't worth it
2: yeah i don't think i have either and if you're riding
3: just the two of you then you can sit in the back seat so it does feel more private um and it's not like you're like driving with a stranger however our guy was really
2: cool yeah he was cool and we
3: like talking to him so that's fun I want to do it right now, just talking about it.
2: <laughs> so if you've got the big money, go for that. A little more on a budget, characters in flight are, yes. is nice. But if, I mean, you can also, uh, let's see, you go to Splitsville, you can go bowling.
3: You can get food and go bowling. So it's kind of like yeah. two in one. Splitsville is awesome. Yeah. And that's, that's super more casual. So if you're Definitely. not trying to do like a quiet, get to know each other, you're trying to do more fun, more competitive.
2: Mm-hmm. Or if you want the the whole class, the old classic dinner and a movie, they've got a movie theater there too. Yeah, so. and at
3: the AMC they have you can actually order food. So literally, oh, you can cool. order food in the theater. Yeah, I think that's how it is, right?
2: I guess so. Yeah, I yeah, think that yeah, sounds I right. I think that's how
3: it is. Like, I know you can get drinks and like elevated snacks. I don't know if you can get full meals. I know you can get like appetizers and stuff. Cool. But that's really fun. And also, they have just like the new. Tisserie that opened, they have the Deluxe Burger, they have Sprinkles Cupcake now. There's so
2: many options. Oh my gosh,
3: they have Gelato, they have the Allergy Friendly place, you can go shopping. They have it all.
2: So especially if if you don't want to pay to go in a park or anything.
3: That is a huge bonus.
2: You just show up to Disney Springs.
3: Yeah, so you can tell somebody you're taking them on a Disney date, you're getting all the Disney magic, however you're not paying for a park ticket. There you go. All right, so, we're moving on. To I know that's one. a little
2: more ge- generic, yeah. like general mm-hmm. answer, but there's just kind of like a bunch of options in one. Yeah. So. And we've
3: included it on this list because we've had a great time, everything we've experienced at Disney Springs. Mm-hmm. Um, so we would highly re- recommend going there and just finding like what's good for you.
2: There you go. So you got the next one?
3: You want me to do it? Yeah. Okay, the next one is definitely the cheapest option, but it definitely is a quality option. And this is going to the Polynesian Resort and getting a Dole Whip and relaxing on the beach. Oh, yeah. So this would be perfect for you because you love, love Dole Lips, Lips. <laughs> And they have the Dole Whip Swirls and the Dole Whip Floats at um, like a little quick service Pineapple Lanai. In the Polynesian. And you can't get the vanilla Dole Whip anymore in Magic Kingdom. Yeah.
2: So this is where I have to go to get my Dole yes. because I love the vanilla Dole Whip Float. But they don't have the vanilla soft serve in yes. the Magic Kingdom as an option at Aloha Isle.
3: They so only have come the to, pineapple.
2: Yeah. Yes. So if you come to the Polynesian, go to Pineapple Lanai. Get your dill whip Walk on down to the beach
3: It's beautiful And yeah. they have they Which have we've like, done
2: a couple times Oh yeah
3: They have like a really big Actual sandy beach And their swings um, mm-hmm. And actually we've known a couple Well I've known a couple Different people That have actually got engaged Down there Because it's pretty yeah, enough A like, lot of people have gotten engaged Yeah that's there. actually A super popular proposal spot So if you're thinking Where should I propose To my special person <laughs> That's a good spot I've seen a lot of success stories Come out of that Also just walking around The Polynesian is so fun If you want to just get quick Service or if you want to eat at one of the restaurants, Ohana or Kona. Uh, some of
2: our uh, all of our favorites are yes. like at the Polynesian. We love it is the just, Polynesian. It's such
3: cool like vibes, it's just an awesome atmosphere, it's really relaxed. Um, they also do movies there, and I think that's technically for like resort guests, like outdoor movies. But we've walked by before and literally like we could have sat down and watched like full Lilo and Stitch on the grass. They do a big inflatable screen, mm-hmm. so that's really fun. And they do um, and if you're staying there, they do like bonfires on the beach and things like that, and you can watch the the water pageant oh, from ben, the beach, yeah. and that is a um, a pageant of floats, like large floats that go through the water. And play
2: music, um, and mm-hmm, yeah. they have like
3: synchronized lights and characters and stuff, and that's really cool. And I don't know that. I feel like a lot of people aren't big on that like it's not a common thing where people know about it we love the water pageant so I think if you're taking someone there and they didn't know about it it would be a really fun surprise like oh look the water pageant's going by like that's a really cool surprise you can also see wishes from there it's like kind of far away
2: but they do pipe in the music as well there too Mm -hmm. so there you go it's perfect date night Yeah. get your your dough up go to the beach watch the water pageant watch the fireworks hang out
3: you can do it all propose (laughs) just throw that in there (laughs) it's all there so yeah, I feel like that's an, off- that's an awesome option. So
2: there you go. Well, we hope you guys have enjoyed our top five favorite date spots. Hopefully we gave you some ideas. Um, but I think this is a pretty solid list. Yeah. And we'd like to hear some of your ideas, too. So yeah. you can tweet the Because we're always looking
3: for new date night spots. Definitely.
2: So. so let us know. So thanks for having us on, Ryan. Um, if you guys want to follow Emily and I, you can look us up on Instagram, Uh, Twitter, YouTube, Facebook, all just... We are everywhere. (laughs) everywhere. Just search for Oh Yeah Disney and you will find us there. So there you go.
3: All right. Thanks for having us. This was fun.
2: All right. We'll see you guys later. Bye. Bye.
0: Thank you so much, Scott and Emily. It was so great to hear from the both of you and your list sounds so perfect and so dreamy. Hey, and now I turn the topic to you, the listener. What are your favorite date spots at the Disney parks? I wanna know, I wanna hear them. So let me know and send them on in. You can tweet us, you can Facebook us, email us, call us, leave a comment under the show notes for this week's show on theqcast.com. Any way you choose, let me know because I wanna hear from you on your favorite date spots at the Disney parks.
1: Lex, the Pixie Traveler, and I'm back with another Pixie Tip. So this week's tip is something you can use outside of the parks, which means you don't have to be a pass holder and you don't have to pay $150 for one-day park admission because most of my tips will take place inside the parks, but this week is something you can use outside the parks at Disney Springs. And we love Disney Springs. My family goes there quite often. The new upgrades are so great. The restaurants are good. And the springs itself is so pretty. You really need to make a trip out here if you haven't done it yet. But after a while, the crowd can get pretty overwhelming, especially on a weekend. It gets so packed. And about after an hour or two, that's about all the crowds I can take there. But instead of going home after that, we'll just make an extra little trip. You can take a boat ride from one end of the springs to the other. But you can also take a boat ride from the springs to the Poor Orleans Resort, which is Riverside in the French Quarter. So already right there, a free boat ride is a win for my family because my kids love to be on the water. So it's a free ride at Disney basically. And then once you get there, the resorts are so peaceful, both sides. They're so beautiful, no crowds. I could walk around and spend an entire day there. But the main reason that we go is because of the French Quarter. They have the best beignets on property. The France Pavilion in Epcot has beignets as well, but these are so much better. And they're fairly cheap, actually they're very cheap. So, you get free parking at Disney Springs, free admission into Disney Springs, free boat ride from the springs to the French Quarter, and then you pay for really cheap, but really good beignets. So there you go, that's basically a free day at Walt Disney World. Again, doesn't come around very often, it's pretty rare to find. So take advantage and use this tip because all you need is tips, tricks, and a little bit of pixie dust to make your adventures even more magical. Until next time.
0: Well, that'll do it for this week's show. Thank you, everyone, so incredibly much for taking the time to listen to us each and every week. Hey, we would not be here and couldn't do any of this without you and your enthusiastic support. So thank you so incredibly much. We absolutely appreciate you. Hey, if you enjoy the show, all I ask is one simple thing. Spread the word and share us with your friends. Be a part of the mission of The queue and help build this Disney community. If you want to keep up to date with us, you can subscribe to us in iTunes if you have not already. And hey, while you're on iTunes you can also leave us a nice rating and review. Rating and reviews means so much to us. It always is such an encouragement to read your nice reviews, and it also enables us to help build that Disney community even more so. One of the most recent reviews that we received that I would love to mention here on the queue comes from Maddie 081492. Maddie writes... Holy moly, I love, love, love this podcast. It covers such a wide variety of stuff from news to upcoming events to games on the show and so much more. You can truly tell that they all put so much effort into the background music, intro music content and making sure they spice it up with various guests. People don't realize the work that goes into a one hour or less show. I'm glad we finally have a good podcast full of young insight. It's awesome to connect with people your same age rather than people that reflect on attractions from 25 Five years ago. As long as the queue keeps up with the amazing work, their listeners will be around for the long haul. No doubt about that. Maddie, thank you so incredibly much for your words. They mean so much to me. That is exactly the kind of encouragement that keeps us moving here on the queue. Now, if you want to find out more about the queue, you can find us online. You can visit our website, theqcast.com. And there on theqcast.com, you can leave a comment on this week's show. Let me know what you think of the show. You can find resources. You can join the q community which is the official newsletter of the Q. You'll get exclusive content for community members only, and you'll be the first to know about new episodes and happenings in the Q. You can find us on Facebook at facebook.com forward slash the QCast. You can find us on Twitter at the Q-cast. You can email us at theqcast at gmail.com, and you can give us a call on the Q line. Just give us a call at 209 Q-09, yeah. That's right. 209-Q09. That's 209-783-8309. I'd love to hear from you. Send us your listener voice impersonation and I'll play it for you right here on the queue. All right, friends. It looks like we've reached the end of the queue and you know what that means. It's time for you to hop on board, strap in, hang tight, and enjoy the ride. See you, friends. (laughs) home Bye-bye. <laughs>